0: This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Good morning. I'm Joey Bonan with Partner Engineering and Science. We're a full service commercial real estate due diligence company out of California. We have about 40 offices around the country, and we just wanted to talk to a little bit today about the changes to the SBA, Small Business Administration's uh, SOP, their standard operating procedures that went into effect on April 1st of this year. On the construction side, which is my expertise, uh, they qualified and and clarified um, the bond alternative program, the payment and performance bond alternative program uh, for construction loans over $350,000. Previously, uh, you had the, the SBA required a payment and performance bond for projects over three fifty or blanket waivered that requirement if you use a third-party construction management company that controls the disbursement of the proceeds. They've qualified that language as of April 1st to say that you must use a third-party firm to do funds disbursement for your construction loans. Or you can use an, another internal division of the bank as long as that bank, as long as that division, excuse me, does full com funds disbursement uh, for your SBA loans as well as your non SBA commercial real estate construction loans. So it must be consistent for both SBA and non SBA uh, construction loans within the bank. So in order to utilize the bond alternative program you can use either a third-party firm or an, uh, an internal another internal department of the bank as long as they are consistent for both non SBA and SBA meaning that they have to you have to have full funds control and disbursement including single bay e checks going out to the southern suppliers in order to make sure that the money that you're dispersing for that loan is going into that project and not being diverted to another. Uh, Jeff Pelosic, our my uh, colleague from Houston, his uh, expertise is environmental, and so he'll touch upon the changes in the SOP for the environmental side.
1: As Joey said, I'm Jeff Pulasik. I'm out of uh, Partners Houston office, and um, there was minor changes to the, the April 1st uh, um, SBA SOP. Um, The main thing is in the past when there was a transaction screen done, uh, if there was an environmental issue, uh, it had to go straight to a phase one. Um, The SBA has changed their policy and now if it can be proven that the phase one really wouldn't bring to light any new information, um, it can go straight to a phase two instead of um, spending the time to do a phase one. Now, in order for this to happen, the consultant would have to talk to the lender, explain why, for instance, maybe operations, auto repair operations or a gas station operated uh, prior to the time of uh, regulatory, you know, oversight. So there would really be no files or anything on that. So a phase one really wouldn't give you much information. So um, the consultant would have to talk to the lender and then the lender would have to explain it to the SBA to get a waiver to go straight to a phase two. Um, The other thing they wanted to clarify was um, for special uh, properties uh, like childcare facilities um, and schools, um, a, a lead risk assessment needs to be done, and th- that was in the past too. But they just wanted to clarify that you know uh, you could use XRF or lead chip samples; both are still um, viable. But all things need to be looked at in the in the assessment, not just you know lead-based paint. Uh, you need to look at uh, lead in drinking water, and all spigots have to be um, analyzed, not just one. Uh, or two. So any, anywhere that water can be uh, obtained uh, it has to be looked at. And also if there is uh, say a playground and there's bare soil you may have to take you know soil samples. So really those are the only two things that changed in the, in the policy.